0: This podcast is designed to provide general health information. If you need help now, please consider contacting Samaritans on 116 123 or at www.samaritans.org. You can also get help via the MIND website by clicking on their Get Help Now button. If you think you might harm yourself or are worried someone else might come to immediate harm, call the emergency services on 999. Or go to your local accident and emergency department. Welcome to another episode of the Boopa Healthy Me podcast. My name is Abby Stanford, and I'm a specialist health editor on Boopa's health content team. And today I'm joined by Caroline Harper.
1: Hi Abby, I'm Caroline Harper. I'm a specialist mental health nurse with Bupa.
0: On this episode, we're going to be talking about two of the most common mental health conditions um, and that's anxiety and depression. So Caroline, could you first of all explain to me what anxiety is? Yes, so
1: anxiety is quite typically defined as excessive worry. Um, We all experience worry in our lives, don't we, day to day, Um, but more so when it's sort of been described or diagnosed as anxiety. It's when it becomes worry sort of most days um, and it's sort of difficulty controlling them or it's that excessive worry that's really impacting on other activities of your you live in and it's taking over your thought processes.
0: Okay. And and then could you explain to me what depression is?
1: Yeah. So depression is sort of defined more so about your mood. So it can be low mood or it can be a loss of interest or a loss of pleasure in activities that typically has gone on for sort of two weeks or longer really Um, they're the the core symptoms of depression there are some other uh, symptoms of depression that we can experience as well Mm -hmm. such as guilt or feeling helpless um, uh, and also low, low confidence as well.
0: Okay and so is it possible that anxiety and depression can sometimes feel quite similar to each other?
1: Yeah, I mean, as with a a lot of different mental health problems, really, it it can be quite complex. Um, It can be difficult to work out what you're experiencing. And if you're experiencing a bit of both, that can be a bit confusing for people. Um, So some of the symptoms can be similar. So we know that people often experience poor concentration, difficulty sleeping, um, sort of feeling very tired all the time. Um, But then, like I say, not not being able to get to sleep or stay asleep Mm -hmm. or actually waking up early. So that's something that we see in both anxiety and depression. But then there are more symptoms that have sort of definitely come more under the anxiety umbrella or more under the depression umbrella.
0: Okay, so what ways might they feel different? How... Might I be able to tell if I'm feeling anxious as opposed to feeling depressed? Yeah, so
1: typically with anxiety, somebody's going to feel sort of very restless, fidgety, Um unable to relax it's almost as if they've they've been sped up in Mm -hmm. in some way and that's often a a way that doctors use to describe it and quite fidgety um sometimes they can have palpitations and I think a lot of people will have heard about panic attacks and that's that's typically when our our thoughts impact our our bodies and and we sort of it it comes to a bit of a head in a bit of a panic attack and and that's really your body and your mind letting you know that you're really struggling with something that you're really anxious about something whereas if we think more about depression um it's sort of the other way it's often people who are slowed down their movements or their thoughts can can be a lot slower than normal their energy levels are typically very low um they might experience some aches and pains uh, and they're certainly going to be uh, experiencing poor motivation so things that they previously have enjoyed doing they're just lacking the motivation to get up and do those things
0: Mm-hmm. Okay that's really helpful um and I like understand that those are kind of different symptoms but you you said sometimes it can be difficult to maybe tell which one of those you're feeling maybe you're feeling lots of those things all at once Um is it possible to have anxiety and depression at the same time? It is um
1: research shows that actually um a high number of people, almost up to 85% of people, can have those two conditions side by side. Um, obviously, not everybody does, but it is very common. It is more common that you will have a mixture of both. So sometimes that's referred to as anxiety and depressive disorder. Um, and the way that sort of it makes sense for me to think about it is if somebody feels very anxious most of the time, it's only going to be a matter of time before that starts to impact your mood because obviously Mm -hmm. that's really not a nice place to be in day to day Mm -hmm. and if we we sort of feel in that level of distress on an ongoing basis then it's going to start impacting our mood so we might have times throughout the day or throughout a week for example where we feel particularly anxious but we might have other sort of hours or days where actually we don't feel as anxious and we feel more low and more poorly motivated mm-hmm. and also at times you might feel a bit of both and obviously that can be really confusing for people
0: yeah that makes perfect sense and like you say that kind of feeling of being sped up and and uh like very stressed and worried all of the time it would make sense that then that would make you feel kind of sad and emotional when it when it wears off or goes away um and so if somebody thinks that they might have depression or they might have anxiety or that they're feeling a mixture of all of these feelings and maybe they they don't know what's going on what's what are some things that they can do what should they do?
1: Mm. Personally I think a a good thing I would recommend is perhaps speaking to a a close family member or a friend that you Mm. trust if it's somebody who's had their own experience of anxiety or low mood then they would be even better to speak to because it might be that you need to sort of identify if it is that that you're feeling and perhaps maybe which of those you might be feeling and so having a chat with somebody who's been through that can be really helpful um and they can sometimes point you in the right direction um but other than that I would definitely say sort of speak to your GP whether that's sort of um face-to-face over the telephone or virtually they they will usually do some very small questionnaires with you and that can identify where you're at on that sort of scale of feeling anxious and feeling low and sometimes just having that fed back to you can can really sort of um, identify and validate exactly how you've been feeling for some people that can be a bit of a shock but for other people it's it's quite reassuring that actually you know to have a sort of description and a bit of a name to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then what the gp will typically do once they've done those mini questionnaires with you is, is talk about the next steps so some people will benefit from a lot of sort of self self help guided self-help which the gp can give you information about um, or you can have a look online at a lot of the sort of big mental health charities um, and the bupa web there's lots of info on there um depending on the severity of those symptoms they might want to discuss talking therapy with you um, so talking therapy can look at any specific triggers you've got for your anxiety or low mood and and look at perhaps changing some of those or learning to manage them in different ways If you're really quite struggling with your symptoms, you know, day to day, and it's at a point where perhaps it is impacting on your work or your sleep to quite a a decent level, then they may look at medication. So sometimes that can just be sort of short term medication that could help with your sleep and get you back on track. It might be something that might take the edge off your anxiety or, you know, if you're feeling quite bad and quite quite down, they might discuss antidepressants with you. But that will always be alongside talking therapy and support from family and friends as well. That should never just be something that's prescribed alone. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think it's probably helpful for for people to know as well that your GP is, is used to seeing this. It's not you're not going to be the first person that's come to the doctor to speak about this.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Abby. It's uh, it's a very common thing to experience. You know, I don't think many people go through their life and never experience some anxiety or some low mood. Um, you know, at times life can be hard, can't it? And at times, unfortunately, these illnesses can just impact you from nowhere. Um, so GPs are, you know, well aware of what's available for people and that people need support. Um, and particularly, you know, through different periods of our life, we, we do need that support. Um, they may also recommend things like X exercise and sort of looking at your diet and things like that and also your support network because those things can have a big impact on your mood and you know lots of people have turned to sort of uh, walking or running haven't they to manage their anxiety over the last sort of 18 months when gyms were closed and things like that.
0: That's really helpful Caroline thank you so much for speaking to me today Um, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Bupa Healthy Me podcast.